Welcome to Popular Apocrypha, Episode 8, Rocky and Bullwinkle, for October 2nd, 2017. popular puck for podcast in this episode we'll be talking about rocky and bullwinkle uh, how are you guys doing today <laughs> yeah so that's riley on my right we have Riley. sorry i had gas i'm sorry i can't burp on command that's logan neither can i and that's daniel Hello. <laughs> it wasn't on command it no was... you, you went out of your way to try to get that on the recording it was I mean, a self-command. i compelled it but it, i didn't force it all the jokes. Anyway, and I'm Tyler. Um, and so, yeah, I, that was, yep. Anyway, so today to start Seamless. us off, uh, today to start us off, I thought it would be fun because, you know, we haven't really talked about ourselves all that much on the podcast. So I, I thought it'd be fun to, if I asked you guys each some, uh, some online dating questions that were asked by users on OkCupid. Great. Okay. So I'm just going to go around. And you've got you've got just pretty like the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, gut response. Gut response. Okay, not a huge long answer if if we can. Mm-hmm. So we can just get through all these. It's like one sentence. So these were these were actual um, uh, questions apparently that were asked on OKCupid. Okay, Riley. Hmm. Not sorry. I'm gonna start with Daniel. Just uh, <laughs> yeah. This I'm one just. So I feel like this one fits Daniel better. Okay. Oh, no. In a certain light, wouldn't nuclear war be exciting? <laughs> What? <laughs> are you sure these are questions on a dating website? That uh, that is what this says. Is this, what? Does this like lead up to a pickup line related to it? Okay. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> so Dan. <laughs> so in a certain light, wouldn't nuclear war be exciting? Picture it this way. We're on a speed date. I, uh, that's the first question I ask you, Dan. Look me in the eyes and tell me your response. Of, You're oh, already checking the no box. Once the, nu- <laughs> once the nuke drop, if I turn into a girl, will you still fu- like if I turn into a ghoul, will you still find me sexy? <laughs> oh! I would. But would it be exciting in a certain light? Gut, gut response, man. To me, no. Okay. 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 Well, I'm Logan, the no moving box. On. We're moving on. Logan. Do you think women oh, sorry, have an obligation to keep their legs shaved? No. Okay. Riley, which is worse, starving children or abused animals? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? That's why I went the other direction. <laughs> but either way, you're screwed. Uh, starving children. Okay. <laughs> um, Daniel, how frequently do you bathe or shower? Once a day. Logan, do spelling mistakes annoy you? Not as much as they used to. Absolutely. You know what does? Oxford comma usage. That yeah, I'm I'm pretty those yeah. Semicolon usage. <laughs> I like that way that you enunciated semi. Um, <laughs> Riley, would you ever eat something out of the trash? And if so, what? What comes to mind? Hmm. <laughs> Yes, and like maybe a like you know a dry good that I just threw away. It's like a Ritz cracker. 
that you just threw away, but not some, not anything oh, that no. you just threw away. No, I wouldn't eat a Ritz cracker if someone just touched it. All right. Um, I have to know where I came from. I don't understand this one at that all. One has cooties so on good it. luck with this you. one, Daniel. Good luck with this one. <laughs> so stale, as in S T A L E, is to steal S T E A L as eight nine four seven five is to. What the fuck? <laughs> what are these questions? Stale is to steal as eighty-nine thousand four hundred seventy-five is to. Again, I have to reiterate. What the fuck <laughs> is to what the fuck? Because um, it doesn't make sense. Logan, underarms can be a hairy subject. How do you wait, maintain your pits? Wait, why are you asking about hair? <laughs> I'm, I'm just going in order. Answer his questions about hair. I'm just going. I'm just going in order. Dan treats every speed dating like an interrogation, like he just whips the light around like What's your opinion on hair? <laughs> oh, oh, all gone! <laughs> no, not the hair. <laughs> That's what I thought. Sorry, could you repeat the question? <laughs> Underarms can be a hairy subject. How do you maintain your pits? I put clothing over them. <laughs> Riley, would the world be a better place if people with low IQs were not allowed to reproduce? Oh, oh my god. Gosh. Why are you cycling back to me with these questions? <laughs> I'm just literally going in order, clockwise. <laughs> no. I'm getting, like, Eugenics all is wrong. Okay. And Daniel, what do you think when you hear the word cell? Cell? Yeah. So how do you spell it? I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, okay. That's part of the question. Because <laughs> my brain, if you said cell, my brain immediately goes to, like, a actual, like, cellular cell. Like, biological. Yeah, biological. Okay. All right, that's that's all ten. Do we want to do some more? I, I have some more. Yeah, might as well. Okay, let me, let me grab ball. the other Oh, I have Dragon Ball, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> that cell. Okay, this is a, these are a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I heard that little, uh, <laughs> got hung up on something. Ooh. Ooh. Which is bigger, the Earth or the Sun? The Sun. <laughs> what? <laughs> Riley. He's trying to call you out. Would you like to be the supreme ruler of all people on Earth? Yes or no? No. Okay. I don't want that responsibility. Daniel. Define people. True or false, drinking and driving can be kind of cool. No. <laughs> Logan. Wait, that's like your first question. Like, There's a little bit of excitement in it. <laughs> I need to get a bit of a rush. Logan, do you like the taste of beer? Yes or no? No. Okay. I'm with him on that one. Riley. I like the feeling of beer because it's a palate <laughs> taste, not a tongue taste. That is that's, beer, girl. that's a foodie answer right there. That's a good foodie answer. Riley, when you get takeout, do you usually eat out of the provided containers or transfer the food to dishes? Oh, dude. So <clears throat> if I get takeout, I will eat out of the container because it's still warm. But if I leave it in the fridge, then I take it out of the container and put it on a plate. I'm with you there, actually. Yeah. Um, the four answers that were, because these are all multiple choice ones, um, the four answers that were provided were out of the containers, in the in appropriate dishes, or um, it depends on the specifics, so that's yeah. kind of true, mm. or I don't eat takeout. <laughs> Which, that's just that's a line if you answer that. Yeah. That's a flat out That's line. a flat out, I'm going to skip you, hey, I'm hey, not meeting you. What is your opinion of sarcasm? I use it all the time. The oh, three answers are bad. Wait, I think, I really want to I think you'll like the third answer here that they provide. So, I like it or love it. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Sarcasm is formulaic and lame. 
Wow, that's okay, like, whoever came with these questions is nice. Dan wants to date the person that came with the question. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip that yes. one. Yes. No. Yes. Just, you don't even answer. Just like, yes. Have any of you guys gone on blind dates? Or like no. speed dating? No. 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 I haven't either. Okay. Because no. you asked that question in a way that was almost... I was wondering if you had prior experience. Because all I've seen is like, you know, TV, no. you know, movie right. versions yeah, I don't of know versions. Okay. I don't know if that's like the portrayal of that is real. Right, exactly. That's what I was yeah. saying. I've never remember. actually heard of speed dating anywhere like... Like I've been to before. a number of like places that events happened. and stuff where they had speed dating, mm-hmm. but I just went, no. Yeah. Do you think they have something like similar to speed friending? <laughs> They have they, they have that, that at a lot of colleges. Of, yeah, really. That mm-hmm. colleges, yeah. At least at um, ESU they did. I think they at did. At the college something. I went to, they did. Didn't Anna and you do something? I like think so. Or something similar. Anyway, Logan, in the line "Wherefore art thou, Romeo?" What does "wherefore" mean? It means why are you there? Okay. Why? That's, what are you there for? Okay. That's the very first option that they get. Um, what style of online writing annoys you most? Oh, I can't read all that. It's like. IT space GT space B space dis space type. Uh, never mind. What? Is that uh, HTML? <laughs> I don't know. What are um, these hieroglyphics? <laughs> Riley, do you say thank you to waitstaff when served in a restaurant? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. yes. When they Absolutely. say enjoy your food, you, should you say you too. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I have a problem when I do that. It drives me nuts that my brain immediately goes to whenever they say, have, uh, enjoy your food, you too. I think I, <laughs> I, I, I'm almost entirely certain I lose two years of my life if I do that because I just feel so bad. Just the awkwardness just kills your heart a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel, if you could kill all the mosquitoes in the world in an instant, would you do it? Yes or no? No. Okay. Because they're, they're part of the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. ecosystem. Yes. I'm a big picture they're man. They're endangered species. Logan. According to Lilo and Stitch. Would you and your ideal match eventually feel comfortable farting around each other? Yes or no? Hell yeah. Okay. That goes into a thing. If you can't do that around your significant other, it's not going to work out very well. I think that's that probably a bit too normative of a claim because I'm sure that there are people out there where they don't and it's okay. No, probably not very many. What if they don't have many. a lower half? What if they're like Darth Maul? <laughs> Asking the real question. What if your okay. partner is Darth Maul? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this is on you slightly because you opened up this I, I asked yes or no. <laughs> Riley, have you ever written something on the wall of a public toilet? Yes or no? No. I've read something on the wall of a public toilet. Afraid. The wall of a public toilet? Yes. <clears throat> You mean like a public stall in a yeah. bathroom? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, this will be the final one, and you all have to answer it. Oh, gosh. Like, at the same time? No, or? individually. I'll go around. Oh, Dang. gosh. Imagine that you come home to find a partner pouring red wine all over a stranger's naked body and then licking it off. Which, if any of the following, would bother you most? The spilled wine, the cheating, <laughs> the fact that I was not invited to join, <laughs> or this would not bother me. Again, that's the spilled wine, the cheating, you weren't invited to join, or it wouldn't bother you. Okay, so there's two answers to this one. The realistic answer for me would be the cheating, but the smart-ass answer would be like, why would you be spilling that expensive wine? <laughs> Logan? I'd be like, if you're going to use wine for something, use the other kind. Use the box wine! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, use the good wine. No, don't use the good wine. But you're going to lick it up. But the, what, what would bother you use the most? The, use the exfoliating wine. Then it's good on your skin. <laughs> That probably exists. That <laughs> is probably. Riley? Wine lotion. Uh, it would bother me that they weren't using the fine glassware that we purchased 
for our wedding. Actually, no, the cheating would bother me. No, no, that, that you got as a present from your dying grandmother. Oh, gosh. Yep, I, that would really bother me. Mm -hmm. Tyler, what's your answer? My answer? Um... Come on, it's number four. We all Tyler know. is married, by the way. Yeah, I'm, this is more possible than you think. Um, <laughs> is, is, is the fact that it's unsanitary also one of the options? Uh, for the audience at home, I you wonder if, been? if you've heard if you heard the group inhale <laughs> when Tyler said it's more possible than you think. Three people out of the four in the room went. <laughs> I don't know how to process. <laughs> Um, the smart-ass answer is the not invited to join in. The actual answer would be the cheating. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, if we're answering seriously, then yeah. Yeah. Well, that's always going to be the one, that's always going to be the answer, unless you just didn't like that person to begin with, but it's like... Or if you're in, or, or if, like, you and your partner are in open. an open relationship, yeah. and, like, this is a thing... And then it's actually the wine oh, spilling on the carpet. Oh, you scamp! You got started without. Or if you're yeah. a snob and they use red wine instead of white wine. Yeah, so it's like, like why use wine? Use honey. You're right. Like, yeah. Pour sugar on me. Well, I've certainly you can't learned. Can't drink wine very well off a of body because it yeah. doesn't stick. It's yeah. not adhesive. Logan. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a belly wine guy? sticks? It's sticky. Well, it's you can't get too much in that. It's sugary. It's wine. Not you like ever opened a bottle of wine and spill? Anyway. Anyway. Um, so I learned a lot about you guys. I think you guys learned something about me too in that last question, especially. Not necessarily about you, but about me. <laughs> no. I've... <laughs> Ooh. Okay, anyway. so today, as I said before, we're talking about Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, the Rocky and Bullwinkle Cocky show... Cocky and Bullwinkle. I knew that was coming. That was... Yeah, mm. The Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Oh wait, hey, do you want to time me? See how fast I can get through this. Yeah. It's uh, it's about five paragraphs of stuff. Wait, wait, I can, I can time you since you have the regular time. Spocky and Bullfinkel. All right, I'm ready. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, <clears throat> hold on, hold on. I'm getting my. Wait, wait, wait. Ready? Wah. Yes. Wah, the Rocky and Bullwinkle Show is an American animated cartoon show released in 1959. It features two protagonists, Rocket J. Squirrel and Bullwinkle J. Moose, and two antagonists, Boris Badenoff and Natasha Fatal. Rocky and Bullwinkle live in the fictional town of Frostbite Falls, Minnesota, where they thwart the evil schemes of Boris and Natasha through luck, wit, and their special abilities. The show runs like a variety, with multiple small supporting features interspersed through the plot, including other well-known characters such as Mr. Peabody and Sherman or Dudley Durant. As you can guess by their names, Rocky and Bullwinkle are massively anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic animals who also share a sense of unrelenting optimism, perseverance, and moral code. Voiced by June Foray, who passed away this past July at 99 really? years old, Rocky is a smart, plucky squirrel wearing a leather apron. Uh, smart what? Plucky. plucky squirrel. Okay. That's a good word. However, his jet engine flying abilities have numerous backstories. The first season of the show, the most popular backstory, involves an experiment with, quote, jet fuel formula. Whether Rocky's able to simply glide or he can accelerate, hover, stop, etc., like Superman, is yet held in contention within the, within the series. The series does explain that Rocky will on occasion use Bullwinkle's strength to give him an extra boost and that he learned his acrobat style flying at the Cedar Your Pants Flying School. Rocky is be perhaps best known for his catchphrase, Hokey Smokes. Bullwinkle, voiced by Bill Scott, 
is a large moose who wears white gloves and is the host of the show. He is the more dim-witted of the two, though he breaks the fourth wall more often, such as by talking with the narrator, so perhaps not. Mm. Bullwinkle has something like superhuman strength, which he calls his mighty moose muscle. He also has the ability to remember everything he ever eats. Bullwinkle has great wealth both as the owner and governor of the state island of Moosylvania, and from his rich uncle bequeathing him an immense cereal box top collection and oops and daisy mine. So, some wow. fun facts. That took you all of one minute and 49 30, seconds. Yeah. So, some fun facts about the show as well. Oh. All 98 half hour shows of Rocky and Bullwinkle have had reruns even into present day and has aired so far in at least 100 countries. Heck yeah, Boomerang. Yeah, that's it, it's yeah. on Boomerang. Yeah. yeah. At least four major movies, three video games, and all sorts of toys have been made based on the show. What? Rocky and Bullwinkle have been featured in ads for General Mills cereals, Hershey's Kisses, Taco Bell, and most recently, Geico. There are, they are also the thematic characters of an arcade and family fun center near Portland, Oregon. In January of, 20, uh, of 2009, IGN named Rocky and Bullwinkle as the 11th best animated television series. And as this is my favorite, as a publicity stunt, Warden Bill Scott, the show's head writer and voice of Bullwinkle, bought a small island on Minnesota Lake, on a Minnesota lake, named it Musylvania, and started a national tour to petition for Musylvania statehood. After visiting 50 to 60 cities and collecting signatures, they went to Washington, D.C. to present President Kennedy with their petition. At the White House gate, they were escorted from the property at gunpoint. The Scots later learned that they had shown up the day of the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. I'm tired. So, there's your lowdown on Rocky and Bullwinkle. I, I would highly recommend watching the show. I loved it as a kid. I've, I've watched a particular episode that we owned, um, the Banana Formula Caper, whatever it was called. I watched that one tons of times. But... Was that the one with the with the moon people? Um, oh, man, it was when I was really little. I watched it. I remember that uh, that that episode really draws in the whole uh, Bullwinkle's ability to remember everything he ever eats, yeah. and because the banana on it is written a formula, and That's he right. has to, but he eats it, and so yeah. he has to like not tell Boris and Natasha, but tell like the right like scientists or whatever, and so um, yeah, that's that's that. Hey, Rocky! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice burp voice combo. Thank you. Totally did that on purpose. Totally can burp on command. Right, yeah. Call back. <laughs> right. Back to the dating profile. Yep. So I think um, I we can go wherever, because there's a whole bunch that we could talk about with Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, at some point, I'd like to see us talk about their like special abilities. And I'd yeah. like to have us talk about their, their backstories a little bit. But if anybody has any thoughts or questions, if you don't know much about Rocky and Bullwinkle, then let's uh, answer or make answers to the questions and stuff. So it's similar to like a variety show? Yeah. Yes. It's like a cartoon variety show. So there's no consistent story? Within like an episode, there is. Okay. Like, there's, like, one major thing, but it's interspersed within it are, like, other short features as well. So you'll have the Rocky and Bullwinkle's adventure within the show, but then, like, multiple intermissions uh, will be, like, see, a Dudley Do-Right short or a Mr. Peabody and Sherman short or other various shorts as well. Like breaks. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I guess we're focusing on the characters, the characters not the show. Yeah, the characters of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Okay. Why, why was it a squirrel and a moose? I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I, well, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's a weird choice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess if it's a flying squirrel, so like if if they started with the presupposition that I want, I want a character that's strong and dumb, and I want a character that's like smart and can fly. I guess it makes sense to have a moose and a flying squirrel, but. Also, Minnesota is yeah. where the sh- it's like Minnesota. Based. So, <laughs> so I mean, in that sense, you that know, it's thoughts. northern Minnesota. Oh, that makes sense. Eh? So, moose and squirrel Sensei. does kind of make sense. Why the bad guys are Russian, and why their leader is based on anti-Nazi propaganda from World War II. That's another question. I, mean, I was going to say you said this to us taking height during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. right. Yeah. Like yeah. Fifties so and sixties. So that's probably that's probably why. You already have the two Russian right. anti like antagonists. Mm-hmm. Boris Badenov. Boris Badenov. Wait, is that really his name? Mm-hmm. Badenov. Badenov. Yeah. Oh my word. Yeah. So clear. Wait. So are they married, Natasha and Boris? No. Uh, no. They're not. What's Natasha's last name? Fatal. Fatal. As in femme fatale. Oh. Okay. She was also voiced by June Foray. Yeah. Way. Fascinating. Okay, yeah. cool. What a talented lady. Yeah. Seriously, she played the uh, grandma in uh, Mulan. Oh, oh my gosh! That. Yeah. Whoa. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Is that Szechuan sauce? <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like voice oh, actors... Oh, jeez, Rick! Like, maybe this will be a new, a new, like, another special episode that we do in the future. Like, how we talked about doing, like, um, for henchmen or whatever, but... The voice actors, I feel like, in many ways, are more prolific than visual actors. I know more we voice don't. actors than I do. Right, <laughs> but we, we, because we don't see them and we only hear their talent, I feel like they go under the radar a lot more than... Well, than yeah. Anyway. No, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. with, like, Troy Baker, very well-known. Like, I don't know what his personality is, but I know his character's personalities. Yeah. Or, like, one of the other more prolific ones right now is, like, Matt Mercer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like when you when I think of some Hollywood actors and actresses, like I can definitely think of particular personality traits of those people that's like typecast or whatever or like within all of their works. Right. You can still see them. Well, to be able to portray from a theater standpoint, to be able to portray a character and a character's backstory within a voice separate from you as a person, that's incredible. So part of what we've done in, in episodes like our last one about Neo is we've kind of modernized uh, previous works. Mm-hmm. So who today would you want to voice Rocky and Bullwinkle? To voice? Yeah. Ooh. That's a that's a really tough one. Yeah, yeah I know. Tough. Like, like, June 4 is like so iconic. Yeah. And yeah. did so many voices, not just Rocky yeah. Bullwinkle, all sorts, or Mulan, all sorts of things. So she played Cindy Lou Who in the cartoon mm-hmm. Grinch. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she and her and her audio team basically were like the top of the line. Yeah. 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 Uh, huh, uh, honey, boo boo. <laughs> so we're taking it the opposite direction. For a second there, I thought you were going to give a serious answer. I am giving a serious answer. Of course, Damn. obviously. Yeah. Um, no, actually, uh, you, I, I could see, though? I could see a reason to argue that sort yeah. of thing. I'm now that you're agreeing with me, I'm taking it back though. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I agreed with you. <laughs> ah, reverse psychology. You lose, <laughs> but you lose. Not just not Good just case not just necessarily actors and voice actors like that you know and stuff, but like 
people from other walks of life. Who would you think would make a good voice for Rocky and or Bullwinkle? I'm guessing by the way, by you saying that, that you have somebody specific. I have, I have somebody for Bullwinkle. I don't have somebody for Bullwinkle Rocky. would probably be like John DiMaggio. Honestly. Yeah. I want Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> no. If I could th if I could picture the voice clearly, I could try it, but I'm not gonna embarrass myself. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, sorry. Nice dishonored shirt, by the way. Oh thank you. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. For the audience at home, Tyler's wearing a dishonored shirt, which is currently his favorite game. Produced by Bethesda Game. Bethesda Games. Oh what a sellout. Hashtag not sponsored. Um I mean, it, I don't know. I I could kind of see. Then why would you can that? Can Bullwinkle be Gaben? Gabe Newell. Yeah. But nobody would know it. But it's him. <laughs> yeah. I'd be good at that. Developers, developers, developers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then who is the like? Who is someone who is the antithesis of Gaben? The antithesis of Gaben. Yes. Because that because Rocky and Bullwinkle they're like opposites. A track sort of thing. I mean, Steve they, they, Jobs. I was about to say, like, Mark Zuckerberg. Wait, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is wrong. Elon Musk. Actually, Mark... <laughs> no. 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 Um, so... So... I was thinking someone, and what came out was not <laughs> the words I was trying to work with. Um, who's the guy that uh, does dirty jobs? Micro. Oh, Micro. Ooh. Yeah, I could see that. So I thought Micro instead of Steve Jobs. Go figure for that one. That's like two separate ends of the spectrum. Man, that beer's hitting you hard well, today. I, I, I see like Micro, Dirty Pretty Jobs, Steve Jobs. I, I can see that. Yeah. 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 So Micro. 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 I, for Bullwinkle, I could absolutely see right? that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just like that, that cool, smooth. But could he portray well somebody that's arguably dim-witted? Uh... And or they, should Bill Winkle beat him with? I think, I think you kind of have to retain that. Probably, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like the the character tropes they're going for are this the dumb strong one, and the nimble smart one. Right. Well, he, you know, which is if that is that even like, you know, if we want to break it down to base characteristics, is that the combo we want to go for? I mean, Rocky's not smart either, but he's smarter than Bullwinkle. The leader. Uh, no, uh, because Bullwinkle's, I mean, it's unfortunate to say, but it was partly intentional. Bullwinkle was kind of portrayed to be the leader because he's the rich one. Oh, that's right. Interesting. Yeah. So he's got the money. So they kind of have to do what Bullwinkle says because hmm. of his massive cereal box top collection. It's oh. not a joke. Wait, is that, that, <laughs> right. That's, that is like a large part of his wealth. Yes. That is the basis of his wealth. Not the only thing. He also has a, a mine as well. But I, from what I understand, the cereal box top collection is actually. Do you have a pretty considerable Instagram following? <laughs> that would be the actually. modern day equivalent. <laughs> or take no filter. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of, of Gaben and Micro. It's just like, overlaid voices. <laughs> no, like, yeah, but do you want to retain that higher pitched voice in contrast to that lower pitch? Because if you don't, it's like two of the same people sounding vaguely similar. I was thinking yeah, that's a really good point. Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like who has a good like high pitched voice for? I mean, Gilbert Godfrey was in the right direction, but oh Neil my Patrick God. Harris. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's too suave. 
Yeah. I feel like it, it has to be a woman, I feel like. I feel like we have to keep that. Not Wolfhard. Voice actress that did, like, Bart and stuff like that? No. Why not? Oh, wait, him? for, for Bullwinkle? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. Wait. That'd be a very different Bullwinkle. <laughs> or wait, for Rocky. Wait. Uh, not for Rocky. Why not? Wait, I think Finn I, I agree for Bullwinkle? Yeah. What? <clears throat> Am I thinking of the right person here? I, I, from it. And Stranger Things. No. Baseball bat kid. No. Yeah, it's... No. Riley, no. <laughs> let's make... Don't let's do this. Maybe... <laughs> That's not good. Okay. <laughs> the look that Riley is giving me right now. What? Uh, what are you doing? Here, here's, here's an option that I can do. Um, on, I, I can put out on Twitter all of our suggestions and see if we get any feedback on who should voice. So we can move on to talk. Yes. So I think we should move away from maybe who okay. would pick, would play these characters, and let's define the character first. I okay. think that might help. Yes. Maybe maybe we can revisit that. So do we want to stick with the trope of the slow, like strength dumb one, and then the like faster, smarter ish one? It's not that they're necessarily dumb. They're just like really naive. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. They're not like Patrick Dunn. Which arguably comes, yeah, because arguably the naivety is either comes from or is in, like, tied within their traditional sense of, like, moral ethics. Like, they they have this very, like, like, very uh, stringent moral code that they they follow. Like, there's never really any question about that. Like, they're going to do the quote-unquote right thing. Yeah, right. Because it's just assumed. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe make them very Nietzschean. There is no god and there is no right. So, I can see making Rocky Nietzsche. So you want to make want to make funny. this into just Rick and Morty? Yeah, I was gonna say that's oh. basically is Rick and Morty. <sighs> yeah, fine. Freaking Rick and Morty. Love that show, but what fine. if we make one of them? Bullwinkle like this dead like deadpan just constantly downer character. Well, in, it's it's interesting because in the in the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. Which I didn't think I would be the one to bring this up. <laughs> I, I never saw this. So. Same. I same, can honestly say same. I didn't I, expect you to. I, I, I just saw a review of it, but I guess Rocky is like super depressed and like yeah. super sad in it. Huh. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot more. I mean, in some ways, realistic because they actually have to deal with some more, you know, internal character problems. Which in the original television show, it wasn't so much internal stuff, it was external stuff happening to them. Yeah. They had uh. bad things happening to them or by happenstance or whatever. Did they use the voice actors for that movie? Yes. Okay. I would think so. I know yeah. that it wasn't Bill Scott. I know, I know that it wasn't Bill Scott for Bullwinkle. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I can't think of who it was. Well, his is, isn't as unique a voice as Well, movies. he passed away in 1985 from heart attack. So. Oh. Makes sense. <laughs> okay. Probably not him. Yeah. Um, but there's maybe this can help us get to the, the root of building up, being able to build off of something. Do we want to give Rocky and Bullwinkle each or together some sort of flaw or some struggle that they have to that they have to deal with? I like it. Because they did a little bit of that in the <laughs> movie, mm-hmm. but, I mean, not in the show. Yeah. I'd say mm-hmm. Rocky should have, like, self-confidence issues. Yeah. I think that's pretty realistic for who he is already. What are they tied to, though? What should Rocky's self-confidence be like? What what builds or brings down his self-confidence? Maybe Rocky, like, uh, he kind of looks down on Bullwinkle, but 
but like secretly actually looks up to him. Okay. For some unknown reason that I don't know yet. <laughs> It'll evolve as we talk about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what about Bullwinkle? What's Bullwinkle's problem? His mm. family was killed by Canadian hunters. I think that's too easy. That's, too, that's, that's too an bad. easy way that's out. That's too yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Bullwinkle should deal with... Hmm. I've got something. Might go a little too dark. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, uh, in the show, um, when it was first airing, part of their thing was satire, was a major part of the show, and, and pop culture references. And they thrashed Disney in particular, hmm. because it was a major competitor for you know animated production content. And so, what if Bullwinkle is struggling because he was driven to alcoholism, because Disney bought his show that he hosts... Not only his show, but his home, his island state of Musylvania, and is exiled from there and can never return. Ooh. I don't know if that's too dark or if that's, I don't know. Is that alcoholism? Yeah. I mean. And that's, maybe that's why Rocky looks down on him. But every now and then, you know, he, like, Bullwinkle will succeed. But secretly, like, Rocky looks up for, like, his moral ethic or something right. like that. It peeks through the alcohol is. We can make it, like, a house thing where he's addicted to prescription painkillers. Ooh, I like that better. I like yeah. that better. See, I was thinking maybe, like, he grew up, like, with a silver spoon, like, everything given to him, spoiled. Okay. And then maybe something, like, happened with his parents or, like, maybe he had to move out unexpectedly or something. So he has to come to terms with reality and it's... That sounds kind of... Too generic, though. Mm. Now that I say it, hmm. Maybe he's got a steroid addiction, so he's because that's he's why so strong. he's so strong. Mm. That makes sense. That ties it together. His parents kicked him out of the house when he was young. Mm. Maybe he like had part of his brain removed. What? Look at <laughs> We're going further and further okay, down okay. this rabbit hole in the question. Um. Hmm. I think. I think. Personally, I think Bullwinkle should struggle with an addiction, and that's why Rocky looks down on him. And Rocky has, like, no personal, like, no self-worth for himself other than found in Bullwinkle. So only when Bullwinkle does well and isn't struggling heavily with his addiction does Rocky do well. They're codependent. Yeah, what, what is it that brought them together? Ooh, great question. That's a great backstory question. Hmm... Maybe blind it, date. <laughs> <laughs> Just tie it all together. Uh, maybe Bullwinkle. Are, are we saying it alcohol addiction or drug addiction? I think steroid addiction works with the strength and everything. That makes sense. Or it could be, it could be like a. It, it could be a painkiller addiction, or but that's already been used. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like an inhalant addiction. Just... I feel like now you're thrown back to us watching it. What? No. <laughs> the gazebos. <laughs> <laughs> Reference. Reference. It, 2017. Um, what if he, like, becomes agoraphobic? Afraid of people? Or doesn't want to go out of his house? Hmm. So, like, addicted hmm. to So Bill Bullwinkle or Rocky has to pull him out? I kind of like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's go. I'd, I'd say combine the two. Let's do like a steroid addiction and that. Sure. Why not? Yeah. What if he struggles? With, he struggles with self-image. Boyle does. And or so Rocky does. Rocky is his nurse, and all these adventures are imagined in Bullwinkle's head. No. <laughs> <laughs> or so. maybe, maybe like Bullwinkle imagines the narrator's voice. Yeah. Or they're all actually just animals, and this is all in a dream of some kid. But that's way too. Who thinks he's a moose struggling with addiction? <laughs> Hashtag lost. I identify as a moose. <laughs> um, so we've got some sort of codependent, maybe addict, a um, lot of self-deprecation, not a lot of self-worth sort of thing going on. Uh, not only do we need to know where they met up, but like where did they get their special abilities, and what did what are those special abilities? Would it be weird if I suggested? A, an animal change. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, oh, instead oh, okay. of a bull and a squirrel, moose. or a moose, moose, moose and a squirrel, I want to do a uh, tortoise and a hare. Okay. Still named Rocky and Bullwinkle. Because otherwise, we're not talking about Rocky and Bullwinkle. Anymore. Sure, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> or a hedgehog and a hedgehog. I like that a lot more than I love it this, yeah. the quills like come out and become like a like wings yeah see I like that a lot more or no the quills just spin around like a helicopter Rocky the flying hedgehog yeah. and so, the other so a grounded animal that wants to fly and then a mm -hmm. weak animal that wants to be strong uh, wait what was your second animal huh? I, I don't know I, I said a stupid thing I said flamingo I can see that. I can see that. A flamingo and a hedgehog. Except that a flamingo can already fly, and I feel like it needs to be something like already grounded. Because like Rocky needs to be the only one who flies, right? You could do a uh, a kill deer as the thing that wants to be strong. But they're, then they're both the same size animal, basically. That's adorable. Hedgehog and a kill deer. It's adorable. Rocky and Bullwinkle the mm -hmm. kill deer. I don't know. Just flops no. over and acts like it broke his wing. <laughs> what about an ostrich? An ostrich. I like I like ostrich and draft. I like the an larger emu? animal. Ooh, the emu. Bullwinkle the emu. That that fits pretty well. I like that. An emu and a hedgehog. That's pretty great. <laughs> I'm imagining a hedgehog flying through the sky as it just like. Like, uh, you know how they curl up when they're placed in water? If you've seen those yeah. videos? Oh, it's like so that, cute. but in the air. Just like, <laughs> more like a hovercraft. Like, yeah. Goes like straight up, then can move horizontally. Oh, yeah, I like it. I think it like wearing little goggles in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, adorable. And then an emu that wants to be like super strong and yeah. fight people. Okay. He has no arms. Therefore, he must kick. A kiwi! This is good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's going down inside. Yeah. Let's, let's, keep, it, let's keep it at the emu. Like so the where emu. did they meet? Hedgehog and an emu. Where are those things going to meet? Mm. It can't be Minnesota anymore. Petting zoo. Yeah, what about a zoo? A zoo? Where? What zoo? Minnesota. San still, Diego. Still Minnesota? I don't know. San or Diego. Tra Transylvania. Or wherever Boris and Natasha are from. thought it was Russia. Chernobyl. That's yeah. why they can talk. That would explain the. Pattern. That would explain some things. Hmm? Are there? Can you imagine how an emu and a hedgehog, both I'm pretty sure aren't native, got over to Chernobyl? Oh, it's Russia. 
Everything happens. <laughs> they were they were imported. Yeah, for experiments. I'm for not experiments wrong. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, yeah. and they escaped, and that is why Boris and Natasha, who are the exact same, are still after them. Do you remember if there are any other animals that talk in Rocky and Bullwinkle? No, I don't remember. Maybe. Don't remember any. I think mostly they interacted with humans. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. The hedgehog and an emu. Brought over for experiments by the Soviet Russia. Escaped. <laughs> Weapon in Chernobyl. Flying hedgehogs. That's how they were able to talk. And okay, so that's how they were able to talk. How did they get their powers then? In Chernobyl, like what? What did those? What are their abilities? They Is it the, still flying? They were the reason for the meltdown. <laughs> Yikes! I like it. I'm good with that. Oh, what if uh, to bring back Darth Maul? What if Rocky loses his lower half and like gets a robot lower Mechanical half? Mechanical emu that can that can fly. That's like Star Fox. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like Star Fox, Star Hedgehog. Mm. Man, when you really take a moment to think about that whole situation in that game, that takes on a whole another darker light. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, anyway, are are their st- abilities still like flying in super strength? Like they have to fly. Rocky has to fly. Yeah, it's Rocky the Flying Hedgehog now. Yeah, yeah. But mm. what does that look like? Is it just because the the issue in the original show was is it is, does Rocky just glide? Can Rocky like move around however Rocky wants and hover and stuff? Is it like pro- what's it propelled by? Is it like radioactive and behind Rocky is left like trails of dead bodies and just plants like and animals? If you leave popcorn behind Rocky, it just pops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you know when Rocky is flying by because all your popcorn bags <laughs> lights start to flicker. I think <laughs> that Rocky. I think we should keep the original powers. Okay. But add an additional power. Okay, I'm cool. With I that. think. So for Bullwinkle, an emu who is strong and can turn invisible. Turn invisible. That okay. Is the face of Not sure about that. Beauty. <laughs> I just looked up a picture of an emu just to get a reference, and I just got this picture That's of nice. an emu just it's beautiful derping into the camera. And, it's and then Rocky should be able to fly. And hmm. Has atomic breath like Godzilla. Um, Shoots rainbows at us. No. Maybe conduct electricity, serve as a lightning rod, and can survive. I'm just describing like a weird Pokemon. I mean, <laughs> flying hedgehog isn't necessarily Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bowingle. Has there been a moose Pokemon? Ball, ball. I don't think Bowingle. Yeah, there's been Sawsbuck. Anyway, Bowingle the emu. I like that. That's yeah. a good name for an emu. It is. Yes. Yeah. It fits well. Yeah. Um, so you think invisibility for Bullwinkle and what, what for Rocky? Why invisibility, though? Invisibility and strength? Can you imagine something you can't see that's throwing you across the room? But but why would that factor into his personality, though? Invisibility? Terrible self-image. Yeah. Bullwinkle oh, okay. has a terrible self-image. Okay. He has an addiction. He's trying to hide from the world, so he hides okay. himself. I see. There we go. There we go. <laughs> ah! Ooh! Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now we're getting took somewhere. a very quick, dark turn. And then maybe to reflect Rocky the Hedgehog's mm. desire to, you know, be like Bullwinkle, and he looks up to Bullwinkle, maybe he can fly and also change his size. 
He can either shrink or get larger. <laughs> I'm just imagining a giant, like little tiny hedgehog flying by my face, and then suddenly, boom! And then he just smacks into a wall, <laughs> knocks jet, it over. Like jet jaguar. It'd be great. That's how they escaped. Because <laughs> you build up speed and then just become large and just knock <laughs> the whole facility over, and then create the nuclear meltdown. Okay. Because he blew up the wall. But how about, like, for both of them, they're not very good at using those secondary powers. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they can only use them, like, Sparingly. like Ron and his monkey kung fu. Ah, yeah. Only at certain times. Or, like, when, when brutes try to be invisible in Halo and you can still clearly see them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the kind of invisibility that Bullwinkle Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's just, like, transparent. It's really weird how this emu-shaped object is really, like, flexing the light. <laughs> <laughs> this is just giant, like, thing of carpet walking around. <laughs> what if, what if, uh, uh, with, to continue on with Rocky as well, to kind of add in a, uh, uh, detriment to the secondary ability. What if, like, the overall, like, weight, the mass of Rocky doesn't actually change? So it's like a balloon? <laughs> yeah, it's, just, just it's like enough. a balloon. She wow. just becomes a beach ball that just people hit around. But can become as large as who knows? Never been fully tested sort of thing. Like, you never know how big Rocky could get. <laughs> Logan, <laughs> why? <laughs> but... Ooh, but the, but the mass of Rocky doesn't change. It just still is the mass of a okay. small hedgehog. Just, just the, what is the space between the atoms <laughs> changes. <laughs> that was a Star Trek animated episode. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> the sudden silence. <laughs> yep. Okay, so... I like it. So, are there any other like character qualities that we want to add to Rocky and or Bullwinkle that are, um, you know, like Bullwinkle has a self-image problem, thus the invisibility. Rocky has what? What's Rocky's flaw or struggle? He he tends to be critical, right? Yeah, of like Bullwinkle, but also he comes from a place of like he doesn't really like himself, low self-esteem. Okay. Is that? What did we establish? I don't no, know how that fits with the ability. Because the nice thing with with Bullwinkle, the way that we have it right now, is that Bullwinkle, like, the invisibility is directly tied to okay. the self-image problems. So Maybe Rocky is too full of himself. <laughs> and and thus that, is very critical of Bullwinkle, right. who is, or like has he, he considers himself the smarter of the two. Yeah, so, yeah, correct. Okay. Which is why he actually he inflates that increasing mass. He okay. thinks he's That's better without it's directly being tied to. Ah, I see. Yeah. And so whenever you know Bullwinkle struggles with image problems in the moment, or whenever Rocky struggles with you know getting too prideful, then their secondary abilities just kick on. Like when like it's not fully under their control. So sometimes Bullwinkle just disappears. Ooh. And sometimes it's, Rocky sounds just... like a world-ending event of just one day. <laughs> Rocky. <sighs> just I am God. <laughs> Everyone hopes he doesn't go through character development. <laughs> Stay, one character. Stay one note. Stay one note. I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, but they still have to be like naive and cracking the jokes that they... Yeah, because it's all a cover-up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're totally fine. They, they Everything's yeah. fine. It's all a play. They don't come to terms very often with 
themselves. So does that mean that they like subconsciously let all of these bad things happen and then have to overcome them? That kind of works in with the show, though, because <clears throat> yeah. a lot of the time they're actually very passive. Yeah, they are. As far as like things, the plot, so things just happen to them. That would actually be very symbolic if it was internal. Yeah. Also, that's darker. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm cool with. I mean. <laughs> Um, do, uh, so accessories, the hedgehog, still the aviator camp? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the goggles. Okay. Anything accessories? else? Accessories? Yeah. Anything else for Rocky? Accessories! Bullwinkle, all the Bullwinkle wears is gloves, and yep. somehow that means the Bullwinkle is clothed. <laughs> the and say, I mean, same with Rocky, it's just an aviator camp. The emu has to wear kick-ass sneakers. <laughs> oh, dude, knee-highs. Knee-high socks. <laughs> In sandals. Oh, oh yes! That's the image problems. <laughs> get, them, get them Birkenstocks. Yes, Birkenstocks and knee-high socks. Oh gosh, that's amazing. I I that's that. part of the theme <laughs> song. <laughs> that only reminds me of the episode of The Office when Ty wears those. <laughs> what does Rocky have then? He just has the aviator cap. I think that's fine. Just the aviator cap. Maybe that. Maybe minimalist. Maybe, Maybe there can be one like story arc where he gets frosted tips. And has <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yes. All right. Yeah. It's or what if, what if the frosted tips are always the there underneath the aviator cap, but Fieri. only in one episode? So you mean okay. Guy Fieri? Yeah, Guy Fieri. That's the perfect voice for Rocky there. <laughs> and we found it. Guy Fieri is our is our Rocky the Flying Hedgehog. Bless up. <gasps> and Paul Bowen Gillespie, voiced by the guy who did Dwight in the Office. Oh, Ryan Wilson. Okay. False. False. <laughs> but, uh, but where's the... Because that doesn't really tie with the image problems. Well, my brain just went immediately to the Birkenstocks and socks thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, and I, I mean, he could he could do it for sure. I was thinking they played Kevin on The Office. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember his name. That, that actually... I could totally see that. Yeah, because he, he has such a very one-note delivery. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm looking up dim, hmm. dim-witted dim voice actors. <laughs> I really want to know Peter. the first. Hey, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I'm, yeah I, I can't think of... I mean, maybe uh, he often plays dim-witted characters like Kronk. Patrick Warburton does. That's true. Yeah, but, yeah. I think um, Rocky should have a, a snake bite piercing. Is it under the aviator cap or is it always slightly visible? Slightly visible right under his right eye. Okay. I'm fine with that. Also, he has the frosted tips all the time, mm. but only in my episode does the aviator cap ever come off. Mm. I think he needs to have a tramp stamp, too, from his years in college. Buried beneath the quills? Yep. Or is that, like, on the stomach for then, for the hedgehog? A tramp stamp? Where would that be on a hedgehog? Yeah. <laughs> like, right above the tail, I would guess. I guess. Like, hidden in the quills? Yep. You read. Okay. Because uh, I think a tramp stamp, you can only get one on the back. That's yeah, yeah. it's the that what? this <laughs> this like the small of the back is that's the, what the small of the back is right? It's the small of the back. I think, so I think about that one. The tail thing, I think. Yeah. I don't think about yeah, many things before changes. I say them. Apparently. <laughs> think about that one, kid. <laughs> I guess you technically could have a front tramp stamp if you think about it. Just get like right above your crotchal region. Wait, but do you want to think would, about it, Dan? No, I don't. That would get in the way of the happy train. But you started this train of thought, thank you. With the what? <clears throat> that would be another character development question. What? what? 
Do you have another character development question? <laughs> well, we question? figured out who's voicing Rocky, but we haven't decided who's voicing Bullwinkle. Based on this, you know, self-image problem, self-image problem. I feel like it character. still has to be a deep voice. Yeah, I feel it like does. has to keep that. What about like? I should look up just deep voices. Uh, Who is someone that absolutely does not have an image problem today? Who does life, not have an as image an actor problem? or voice actor? Or just I feel like that comes with the job. John Boyega. <laughs> John Good. <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> voice actors. Snoke. Or no, no. Emperor Snoke. I don't even know who voices that. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Morgan. Morgan Freeman. That wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. Hello, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, what about it? we have Morgan Freeman be the narrator? Ooh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. The voice in the sky. Okay, then who breaks the fourth wall, that would be Bullwinkle, yeah. to talk to Morgan Ryan Freeman? Who would that? Oh, I, feel like, I feel like Ryan Reynolds could voice a good Bullwinkle. Could voice a good Emu, at least. Kevin Michael Richards. <laughs> that, that, that honest trailer's day? That'd be good, too. Oh, uh... Vsauce, Michael here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let me tell you about something. No, the voices—they don't stop. James Spader. Yeah. Who's that? Um, have you seen Blacklist? No. Um, have you seen the original uh, Stargate movie? The mm. movie. Hmm? Have he, you he seen? He played voice of Ultron in Avengers Two. Mm. Okay, there we go. Oh. <laughs> that wouldn't work. I got no. Yeah. But with image problems? Chris know. Hemsworth. See, that would be funny. If yeah. it was Chris Hemsworth with image problems as an emu, that would be yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Or or like Robert Downey Jr. Oh <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's uh, my vote's Robert Downey Jr. I Jack feel like Black. that's perfect. Jack Black. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ooh, change my vote. Yep. Jack Black. Jack Black. Yep, that the majority has it. That's it. Oh, Jack Black and Jack Guy Black. Fieri with Morgan Jack Freeman Black. narrating. Gosh, what that is, is this show. A oh. <laughs> I, I would see that show. <laughs> it would be pure madness. <laughs> you mean magic. Both are interchangeable. <laughs> also, I don't know if... I, I, I've seen... What movie was that? Jack Black plays someone that is a much more, like, reserved character. Uh, the, the holiday, some Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he can totally play characters that are more more reserved than, you know, the crazy... Oh, did you ever see... Uh, Tenacious D, dude. Gosh, what was that movie he was in a long time ago? Where he was dating that really heavy lady... I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. Wait, but Gwyneth Paltrow played... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the movie. I've heard of it. Oh, what was that movie called? Never seen it. I oh, watched it before. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it's called. That though. one either. But it's an old movie. He was good in that one, and he kept kind of reserved. Okay. Yeah, and that would be... I would watch that TV Dude, show. I would watch that in a heartbeat. Man, that'd be amazing. What else do we want to change? Or, I, I, I don't know. Like, location? Setting? Yeah, we haven't really talked about that. Canada. <laughs> I mean, so, here's... Atlantis. Maybe we can, <laughs> maybe we can drop from this. Something in the show that they that they did was... So, you know, it was, it was this island in a lake in Minnesota. Australia. And the uh -huh. island was on the border of the United States and Canada, and they argued that it belonged to the other. That oh, the island, right. like, the United States said it belonged, the island belonged to Canada, and Canada said the island belonged to the United States because neither of them wanted it. Huh. 
So I don't know if we can do something like that or not that. I don't know, but just throwing that information out there. All right. (laughs) I'm looking up Jack Black's voice just because I have trouble remembering. Are you looking up Tenacious D? Did not realize he sang. Yeah, Yeah, Tenacious D. Hey, guess what? Copyright. Yeah. (laughs) That was only a few seconds. Need to edit that out. That's gonna be seven seconds, it's fine. Pick up right there. Um, And... (laughs) Right here. (laughs) But no, um, do we want to have... Who takes place in Sweden? <laughs> Nobody really Just, wants it, but they need to have it anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Call, That's a joke. Calling out the Swedish people. Uh, no, not the people. I'm, I'm more talking like geopolitically. PewDiePie. Why? Why? I don't know. You just tainted us. <laughs> Australia. It takes, but then you change the setting. It takes place during a uh, Mad Max. Did you just slowly, what like deeply, like whisper, mmm, taint? What's wrong with you? <laughs> We're losing him. Okay. Good oh. <laughs> lord. Well, where, are, where are hedgehogs and emus from? Well, they're from a zoo. They come from Chernobyl. No, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, we established this. Awesome. I don't know where you've been the past like thirty minutes. New Zealand. Like where uh, do typically Hobbiton? I have no idea. It occurs. It takes Middle place Earth. in Middle Earth. <laughs> An episode. Bullwinkle's going. Around. Chernobyl explodes, transporting them to the Middle Earth. Yeah. Where Boris and Natasha are just orcs. <laughs> Okay, now I feel like we're fourteen on. Dial it back. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I don't know. Uh, mm, uh, Antarctica. Alabama. I'd say somewhere in the U.S. Ooh, I kind of like the South. Yeah, somewhere in the South. That'd be good. Somewhere in the South where like nobody wants to admit that it's part of their state. Where would that be? Oh, Texas. I could make some political jokes right now. Texas would work. I wasn't thinking that, but. Um, Mexico. Hey. What if they're on the border of Mexico? Um, so in hedgehogs. Baja, California. Yeah. Fun facts about hedgehogs. There are 17 species of hedgehogs in five genera found through parts of Europe, Asia, Africa, and in New Zealand by introduction. Look at you, Dan. I know my stuff. Emus are from Australia. So New Zealand actually works I got pretty well. <laughs> they return home to New Zealand or an island maybe off the coast of New Zealand. Okay, yeah. Hobbiton. Where Sorry. they find a portal to Middle Earth because Riley needs to have that. In no, it. I don't need it. I okay. just want it. No, I don't need it. <laughs> I just want rocking bowling on Middle Earth. <laughs> Give me my Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Would you go to the ends of the Earth? Gandalf oh becomes a narrator. Rocker. Rocker. Now, Morgan Freeman does an, imper- an impression of Gandalf. Fire! Rings. Fire for. <laughs> Rocky. She tells Rocky, fly, you fools. And that's his development. Where he's like, I need to fly. <laughs> that's where he becomes the flying hedgehog. Wow. No, we established. Have we accomplished anything? Yeah, Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl is the thing that's holding we all have of this together. Chernobyl. What is happening? We are responsible. Logan. Woo. Logan Smith. Woo. What? Okay, I, I, I do have another question. Okay. Bullwinkle the emu's super strength. 
What's the extent of that? Dirty girl. He, it's only in his neck. <laughs> so, like, he can, like, pick things up with his neck and throw them with his head. Okay. So, like, when, when Rocky does the alley-oop, right, right. he, like, bounces on his head and bounces them up. trash dumb gif of just <laughs> <laughs> his neck around. With my head back and forth. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm good with the neck. I mean, it doesn't... Not, not the wings, though, because it still can't fly. I mean, he he still uses like his wings as like additional limbs, but like the super strength is not in the in okay. the wings. Okay. Fascinating. I'm good with that. Um. So, where does Rocky learn to fly? Originally, it's Cedar Your Pants Flying School. Uh. I feel like the canon established in Rocky and Bullwinkle is kind of like we set this up for a joke. It's not actually oh, yeah. supposed to be taken seriously. No, it's a, it's <laughs> all lame lame jokes. Like, yeah. Bullwinkle went to What's the Matter You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Like, What's the Matter uh, You University. Yeah. yeah. So, I... I mean, I'm, I'm asking because I'm really trying to get, get you guys to put on your most lame pun hats and try to come up with the name of a, a school. Oh, I was going to say that Rocky learned to fly from the Eagles. In the Lord band. of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, I was going to say the band. Yeah, my boss. Hotel California. <laughs> my my, my Hotel <laughs> California. There's one radio station that will not stop playing that song. Yeah. Is it mine? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it me? Is it me? Um, okay, my radio so station. a pun? A pun? A pun? A pun. Emu. Wow. Emus. <laughs> Emus. Give me your best one, Riley, because that was just for ass. for you asked for bad puns. Either one. Just yeah. I, I want to hear a school that they, they could go to to learn about how to use their abilities. Same place <laughs> that Sonic went to to school for hedgehogs. Do, do you have something? No, that's not appropriate. <laughs> This is an explicit podcast. You can say it. I'm leaving it. It's fine. It's not, it, doesn't, it does not add anything to the conversation. See, now I really want to know. That's fine. I'll tell you later. Okay. Got anything? If not, we're going. They went to U, U University. Does it have to be something U? No. Or should it be something Maybe U? some sort of school. College of... Flying. Who gives a... F- <laughs> there it is. And that's where they are. <laughs> All right, well, we ain't got nothing for that. So I have one more question. Flying school for wizards and witches. What was it? Witchcraft and wizardry? No, we're not doing Lord of the Rings, Rocky Bullwinkle, and Harry Potter universe. Okay, so our podcast no. always devolve into something with Lord of the Rings and or Hogwarts. Or John Boyega, more accurately. But final question or in I the have... earlier days, it was... Oh, I can't remember his name from Prometheus. And Covenant. Oh, David. Fa- uh, Fassbender. Fassbender. The kissing Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Fassbender University. <laughs> there we go. So, final question. Like it should be more fun, hopefully. Catchphrases. They each had catchphrases within the original show. Hokey Smoke. Hokey Smoke was um, was Rocky's original catchphrase. You got that Hokey Smoke? <laughs> As a drug <laughs> reference. <laughs> Still the same catchphrase, hey, but now it's Easter Rocky. and Bernadette. Hey, Rocky, you got my hooky smoke. No, Rocky, <laughs> Rocky was the one. You didn't, you know I'm going to have to hurt you. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Rocky never could fly. He just gets really super high because Bowinkle gives him all these drugs and then he thinks he can fly. Fly high you, and it's not actually a school for flying. It's a school for how to smoke marijuana. <laughs> 
Because apparently you need to go to a school for that. Obviously. Well, shit. <laughs> they go to school with Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. There we go. And they're, wait, wait, what's Bullwinkle's catchphrase? Does he have one? He he says all sorts of things. Hey, Rocky, you watched me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? That was like a... Wow. Going. Wow. 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 But it's never actually a rabbit anymore. Yeah, it, it's a... Well, no, it never was a rabbit. No, but now he does pull something out of the hat. It's just not a rabbit. Well, he, he usually... It's inappropriate. He, he pulls... Oh. Nothing. Because he usually pulls, like, either a tiger or a bear yeah. or a lion. Yeah. yeah. Emu F.U. Da, 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 da. Well, any last thoughts about our Rocky the Flying Hedgehog and uh, Bullwinkle the Emu? Put, wait, did we establish a new catchphrase for Rocky? Hokey Smokey. Hokey Smoke, but now it's about smoking. Okay. Smokey Hokey. Smoky smoky or smoking like cigarettes. Wacky tobacco. Just smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Smoking a sweet crack. Whatever. I mean, that ganja. <laughs> That's sticky icky. Hey, That's sticky icky. <laughs> Sweet dink marijuana. Curry, get out of here. Where? What's Logan? My character is marijuana smoking Kermit. This has been established. So, we ended with the hedgehog and Nemu, voiced by Guy Fieri and, um, and Jack Black, with the narrator being Morgan Freeman. And they're in New Zealand. Tigers, diamonds, and derps. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the school right there. There it is. That's the, and that's the school that they learned how to use their abilities. <sighs> Still having to deal with Boris and Natasha, who may or may not be orcs from Middle Earth. Not really sure. No. Still be Russian, <laughs> I think. And they got their abilities from Chernobyl. I'm going to, I want to change their names. Boris Goodman. Okay. Um, for the listeners at home, I don't know if you've ever asked someone a question and you've watched their <laughs> eyelids move about 500 times a second in a single blink. That's what happened to Tyler when I just said that. I think they're great names. Rocky should be Fib. And Bullwinkle should be Sheridan. Are there reasons for either? Yes. No. Okay. Because Fib is a creature that grows to exponential size oh. based on lies from the TV show Veggie Tales. So that's a little bit weirdly too similar. Oh. But also now we're not talking about Rocky Bullwinkle whatsoever. How about it's just a new show? Sheridan. Isn't Why that not like Sheridan? I mean, and that's really close to Sherman, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, which was a, a short from the original Rocky Bullwinkle show. Give me another one. I'll tear that one down too. Um, Where did the name Bullwinkle come from? Um, Was it? I don't know. How about cool? Uh, I knew I knew some things. That's it. GIF Got and JPEG. Okay, that's pretty great. <laughs> GIF and JIF. GIF and JIF. Let the flame war begin. <laughs> uh, hashtag. It is the hedgehog? Okay. Hashtag GIF and JPEG 2017. I thought you were going to start the argument of how it's pronounced. Oh, no. It's Jif. Gif be Jif. <laughs> Sonic and Eggman. <laughs> no. He's not wrong. No. It works uh, really well, but uh -huh. no. Well, he's not wrong. Uh -huh. If you think about it. Uh -huh. I win. Sonic, Hedgehog, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh, Jif and JPEG. All right. Well, now we're going to talk about Rocky Bullwinkle, so I guess JPEG that's and probably the end of our show. Bullwinkle can be the PNG because he's, like, transparent. 
Why are you pretending to brush your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote, brush your teeth. All right. Eat um, your teeth. As always, uh, you guys can keep talking. I'll just talk over you. As always, send us your feedback. Send us any any fan creations that you have. Um, we would love to see them. We'd love to see versions of Rocky and Bullwinkle as a hedgehog and an emu. Um, you or version any or virgin. Ver- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to leave that up to the listener. Extra version. All, all, all of <laughs> All of hedgehog. Um, <laughs> I'm just putting words together, making sentences, because that's what we do here on the Popular Pop from Podcast. Yeah. Um, I haven't had anything not, to drink. I was not prepared for today. <laughs> Send us, uh, tweet at us. Um, you can find us at Podcast. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, and our website is popapoc.com. Um, if you leave us a review on Twitter, we'll do something fun for you. We haven't talked about what that is, iTunes. but we'll do it. Sorry, not Twitter. iTunes, yeah, that one. Leave us a review on iTunes. We'll do something fun. Don't know what. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, that's really sensual, Riley. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's do our character draw for next time, unless anybody else has anything else. Oh, he smoked, Bullwinkle. Wacky tobacco, Bullwinkle. Jeez, Rick. <laughs> oh, Rick. You gotta put it up there, Morty. <clears throat> Way up there, Morty. <laughs> All right, uh, let me do this. That's a no, by the way. We don't have anything else. Where's my testicles, Summer? Where have they gone? Okay, our our next podcast will be... Did you intentionally turn yourself into a pickle to avoid family therapy? (laughs) (laughs) Our next (laughs) podcast will be um, the Pevensies from Narnia. Oh! Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about the uh, the four <laughs> Pevensies from the Chronicles of Narnia, written by C.S. Lewis, uh, which has since been made into three movies. And <laughs> I know that's going to come up, so I'm just going to get it out of the way now. Breeder. Um, you sold out his siblings for that Turkish delight. Mm. But we'll be talking about that Think next about time. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you then. Yeah. Hope see you in Narnia. Bullwinkle. Never know how big Rocky could get. <laughs>